morning everyone. My name is Manjit. Nice to see friends, familiar faces, people of all faiths. I'm also the, for the moment, the chair of the Development Defeat Council. On behalf of the Council, I wish to convey good wishes on this celebration of the region. As a Sikh, we have a prayer well to share with you. Guru Nanak, who is the father of Sikh religion, lived in today's Pakistan, traveled widely. In one of the places he visited, he is supposed to have traveled 15,000 miles by foot. In one of the places he traveled to Jagnath Puri in Eastern India. Jagnath Puri has a very famous temple, old ancient temple. The temple dates back to the 11th, 12th century and is still existing today as a functioning temple. Gurnanath was invited to a prayer in the evening. In Hindu temples, they do an arti. Arti is where they take uh, little divas, lights, and they go around the deity, bringing light in the darkness. Guru Nanak was invited to that prayer. After the prayer, he went to the beach and he looked up on the sky. And what he saw there, he said, the Arti, the prayer that was done there, nothing compared to the Arti that was going on in the heavens. And I'm going to read you the English translation of the prayer that he said there. It's called the Arti. Is included in the grand side of the Sikhs. In the, in the silver of the sky, the sun and moon shines like lamps. The galaxy of stars are scattered like pearls. The chandan, chandan is chandan. Scented winds waft as time incense. The forests are thy flowers, thus is thy arti performed. O thou destroyer of fear, unbeaten strains of ecstasy are the trumpets of thy worship. Thou hast a thousand, thou hast thousand eyes, yet not one eye. Thou hast thousand forms, yet not one form. Thou hast a thousand pure feet, yet not one foot. Thou hast thousand organs, or smell, yet not one organ. Amongst all is the light. You are that light. By this illumination, that light is living within all. I am fascinated by this play of time. The light which is in everything is thine, O Lord. From the brilliancy, everything is brilliant. By the Guru's teaching, the light becomes manifest. What pleases thee is the real answer. O God, a mind is fascinated with thy lotus feet as the bumblebee with the flower. Night and day I thirst for them. Bestow your mercy upon us all, so that we may come to dwell in your name. I will you also the Guru Worship of that, uh, of that prayer. 
I'll not read the whole prayer, but just to portion of it. Gagarbet Thalgrim Chand, Gagarbet Thalgrim Chand, Hebrew Panel Tarik Mandal Tanakmurti, upon the cosmic wave of the sky, the sun and the moon are the lamps, the stars and the airbox are their studded pearls. Tu Malayando, Pavan Chandra of Karesha, Sagalpan Rai, Kalanthi the fragrance of sandalwood in the air, the temple of incense. The wind is the fan. All the plants of the world are the altar of flowers in offering to you, O Luminous Lord. Kathy Arti, what a beautiful Arti. Lamp lake worship that is yours. Pakhanda Nateri Arti, O destroyer of fear, kiss your ceremony of life. With that, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the community, I wish you a very happy Makariki. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. And not the path on which we go astray. 
Jewish New Year is called Rosh Hashanah. The word Rosh Hashanah actually means the head of the year. It's not a whistling, car folks, um, fireworks type of celebration. It happens to be on the first day of the second month. We know it's the first day of the month because it's the new moon. It goes for 10 days. It starts with Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year, and the 10 days ends with Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. It's a time of contemplation. It's a time to remember our ancestors, those who came before us. It's a time to forgive and ask forgiveness. Um, we ask people to forgive us for what we did for them. We ask God to forgive us for the transgressions we did against God. We use it to plan for the next year. What did I do wrong this year? What did I do right? How can I go forward to be a better human being? And at the end of the day, we blow the ram's horn and the shofar. <coughs> At the beginning of our festivals, we thank God for bringing us to this time and this place. And I'll recite the Hebrew prayer for you. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech ha'olam, she'echiyanu v'kimanu v'ekiyanu v'azmanazeh. I'd like to read two contemplations to you from our uh, holy day. That is the 10 days of Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. Um, the two contemplations, one's about peace and one's about forgiveness. Let there be peace. To think the same way, to share the same opinion, this is not peace. Unity is not uniformity. True peace comes through the expression of differences, many perspectives each offering a partial view of the truth. Shalom, peace, means wholeness. Only when we open ourselves to understand all sides of an issue will we attain peace. Second contemplation I'd like to read to you is a piece written by Harold Krishna. He's a well-known Jewish author and thinker, a contemporary Jewish author and thinker. Called a favour we do ourselves. One year, my donkey poor servant was on the theme of forgiveness. The next day, a woman came to see me, very upset about the sermon. She told me how, ten years earlier, her husband had left her for a younger woman, and she has had to raise her two children by herself for the past ten years. She asked me angrily, And you want me to forgive him for what he did to us? told her, yes, I want you to forgive him, not to excuse him, not to say that what he did was acceptable, but to forgive him as a way of saying that someone who would do that has no right to live inside your head any more than he has a right to live inside your house. Why are you giving a man like that the power to turn you into a bitter, vengeful woman? He doesn't deserve that power over you. Forgiveness is not a favour we do for the person who offended us. It is a favour we do to ourselves, cleansing our souls of the thoughts and memories that lead us to see ourselves as victims and make our lives less enjoyable. When we understand we have little choice 
to whether to what other people do, but we can always choose how we will respond to, to what they do. We can let go of those embittering memories and enter the new year clean and fresh. Before I leave you, there's four questions I'd like to ask you. What will you do differently this year? What will you do for the first time? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? Do I make a difference to the world I live in? And if not now, when? Nami Yamatariki Tataho Māori. Shalom Aleikum. Thank you. Namaste and Kimora. Thank you so much for having us today for the Mantariki celebration. I'm Pajishmi Rajan, uh, representing Hindu Council. And today I will um, do some Sanskrit prayer that we will do for our new year. And, and then there are various new years, but I'll just mention two major ones, which is um, um, Holi, that happens, that's where our new calendar starts on the day of Holi and Holi celebrated with colours because we believe we need to bring colour in our life on New Year. One day before Holi we do a bonfire to get rid of all the impurities, all the, all whatever we don't want to carry on to the New Year, we burn it in the sacred fire and we start New Year with fun and colour. Another major um, New Year that's celebrated in India is one day after Diwali that is mostly celebrated by people from Gujarat. They regard that day as their New Year where they go and meet family, friends and greet and meet everybody, give blessings to the younger ones and uh, take some uh, revelation to start the New Year nice and well. So I'll start with um, Ganesh prayer. Um, Ganesh is a lot of obstacles so nothing in the Hindu um, Hindu organization, Hindu culture have, doesn't take place without Ganesh Priya. I'll start with three Om. Three Om is a universal sound, so I'll begin now. Which means, oh Lord, with a half tank and a huge body, 
whose last is equivalent to the core of sun. I pray to this, O oh Lord, remove all obstacles from all action I perform always. Om Gangana Karati Namunama Trisipi Vinaya Kanamunama Asta Pradaya Kanamunama Ganapati Papa Mulya Which means, O oh Lord Kinesha, give me abundance of uh, auspicious all throughout my life. The next prayer I'm going to say is a universal prayer. Om Sarvi Vai Sukhina Santu Sarvi Santu Niramaya Sarvi Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kashitu Kamatmaya Which means, oh, may all be happy, may all be have healthy, may all see auspicious thing, may none forget sorrow. And my final video for today is Om Asatu Ma Satagamaya Tamasu Ma Jyotirgamaya Mrityur Ma Amritam Dharmaya Om Shanti 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 Which means, Oh Lord, lead us from untruth to truth, from darkness to light, lead us from death to immortality. Please, please, please. Thank you. My name is Angus Ward. I'm an Avatar Master 
and part of the Avatar Oceania network, which is part of a larger worldwide network, delivering the Avatar course in 71 countries and translated in 24 languages. The mission of Avatar in the world is to catalyze the integration of belief systems. When we perceive that the only difference between us is our beliefs, and that beliefs can be created or discreated with ease, the right and wrong game will wind down, a co-create game will unfold, and will peace will ensue. Faith, in a large part, connects directly to religion. An avatar is not a religion, and so more accurately fits with this definition of faith. Belief in anything has code of ethics, standards of merit, etc. To be of the same faith with someone concerning honesty. This would be where Avatar fits with definitions of faith, given it's not a religion. There was recently a slightly controversial article in the media about Avatar, which highlighted a significant misunderstanding about faith in our community highlighting a bigger importance for education regarding interfaith harmony. The intention of the path of Avatar is based on building awareness and personal responsibility for our own consciousness so that we can develop more compassion and the ability to be in service. Regarding our New Year traditions or practices, Many different faiths, religions and cultures are a part of the Avatar Network. So we don't have significance on a particular day. It's all included. Now I'd like to share with you the compassion exercise from the Avatar materials. To increase the amount of compassion in the world. So this exercise can be done anywhere that people congregate. Airports, malls, parks, beaches, etc. We're a congregation here today. It should be done on strangers unobtrusively from some distance. Try to do all five steps on the same person. Expected results are a personal sense of peace. Now I invite you, you're welcome to choose someone in your life or someone in the room to run this exercise with me. And with attention on the person, to repeat to yourself, just like me, this person is seeking some happiness for his, her life. And with attention on the person, repeat to yourself, just like me, this person is trying to avoid suffering in his. Life. With attention on the person, repeat to yourself, just like me, this person has known sadness, loneliness and despair. attention on the person, repeat to yourself, just like me, this person is seeking to fulfill his, her needs.
attention on the person, repeat to yourself, just like me, this person is learning about life. New Year's Day, so in the 
East, um, Eastern Buddhist religion, um, New Year's Day marks the start of a new day, a new month, and a new year. So in ancient a Asia, it's been known as the day of three beginnings. My Buddhist mentor once said that um, when this month literally refers to the first day, the first month, and the beginning of the year, what he was actually referring to is the rhythm of the universe itself, which is based on compassion. To paraphrase, he says, you know, the earth moves around the sun every 365 days. This is the physical law of rhythm, and from the point of view of Buddhism, we are all one with the universe. If our actions are based on our lesser self, we'll fall into disharmony and experience unhappiness in our lives. But faith in the goals of them, but faith and the practice of Buddhism enables us to reveal our innate uh, potential for enlightenment or Buddha nature and puts us in rhythm with our self. And when we are one with the universe, we are able to gather fortune from ten thousand miles afar. So this is the explanation of the law of nature from the Buddhist perspective. I would like to close with sharing excerpts of the Lotus Sutra that we recite every day and at midnight um, on New Year with you. Just an excerpt, it will take a few seconds. James from the Wellington Baha'i community. It's lovely to be here in this beautiful building. For Baha'is, the New Year is always uh, at the same time of the year. It goes with our calendar, goes by our solar calendar, and it's on the vernal equinox on the northern hemisphere, which means that the autumnal equinox last year in New Zealand. Um, this, we sort of feel there's a real symbolic uh, reminder in the new year of the oneness of all the messengers of God. And um, I want to read something from Abdul Baha, who's one of the three central figures of the Baha'i Faith. Um, and he refers to the messengers of God as like being the representatives. Um, he calls them the 
sum of reality is talking about God. So. so Melrose, which is the junior, represents the return of the sum of reality when a reawakening of the spirit occurs and the light of the new revelation shines equally upon the entirety of God's creation. Just as the solar cycle has its four seasons, the cycle of the sun of reality has its distinct and successive periods. Each brings its vernal season, springtime. When the sun of reality returns to quicken the world of mankind, a divine bounty descends from the heaven of generosity. The realm of thoughts and ideals is set in motion and blessed with new life. Minds are developed, hopes brighten, aspirations become spiritual. The virtues of the human world appear with fresh new power of growth and the image and likeness of God become visible in man. It is the springtime of the inner world. In it, the form of springtime has returned. The world is resuscitated, illumined, and attains spirituality. Religion is renewed and reorganized. Hearts are turned to God. The summons of God is heard and life is again bestowed upon man. I'd like to share a couple of prayers as well from Baha'u'llah. The first one is like the meditation. From the sweet scented streams of thine eternity, give me to drink, O oh my God. And of the fruits of the tree of thy being, enable me to taste of my hope. From the crystal springs of thy love, suffer me to quaff of my glory. And beneath the shadow of thine everlasting providence, let me abide on my light. Within the meadows of thy nearness before thy presence, Make me able to grow, O my beloved. And at the right hand of the throne of thy mercy, seat me on my desire. From the fragrant breezes of thy joy, let a breath pass over me, O my God. And into the heights of the paradise of thy reality, let me gain admission. O my adored one. To the melodies of the dove of thy oneness, suffer me to hearken, O resplendent one. And through the spirit of thy power and thy might, quicken me, O my provider. In the spirit of thy love, keep me steadfast, O my sufferer. 
and in the path of thy good pleasure, set firm my steps from my Maker. Within the garden of thine immortality, before thy countenance, let me abide forever. O thou who art merciful unto me, and upon the seat of thy glory establish me, O thou who art my possessor. To the heaven of thy loving kindness, lift me up on my quickener, and unto the day star of thy guidance lead me, O thou my attractor. Before the revelations of thine invisible spirit, summon me to be present. O thou who art my origin and my highest wish. And unto the essence of the fragrance of thy beauty, which thou wilt manifest, cause me to return. O thou who art my God. Potent art thou to do what pleases thee. Thou art verily the most exalted, the all-glorious, the all-highest. Finally, I'll say a prayer for mankind. Oh my God, oh my God, Unite the hearts of thy servants and reveal to them thy great purpose. May they follow thy commandments and abide in thy law. Help them, O God, in their endeavour and grant them strength to serve thee. O God, lead them not to themselves but guide their steps by the light of thy knowledge and cheer their hearts by thy love. Verily, thou art their help and their Lord.